This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present. Especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, zero dollar delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad tie, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main event of the evening. 60 minutes of football fun and banter with Chris and Lester Till I Die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get ready to rumble. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. This is your host, Chris. No! God, please, no! No! I know. I'm sorry, but he's cheap and available. How rude. Right, Chris. All right, guys. How the devil are we doing? 
Oh, ignore that. I don't know. Uh, I was practicing earlier and I left that up. How the devil are we all? Well, <clears throat> are we seeing some movement in the transfer market ahead of um, the weekend's games? There was one in and one out at the women. Uh, South African, I believe, is leaving and we've got an Australian coming in. Um yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think we could see a double relegation. Would that be a first? Women's and the men's team both getting relegated in the same season? Oh, I don't know. Marcus is in. Good evening, Marcus. How the devil are you, sir? Welcome along. Thank you, as always, for being a member. Uh, but look, it's it's been <laughs> it's been a difficult return to Premier League football since the World Cup was over for Leicester City. It was always going to be a tough ask. In fairness, Newcastle and Liverpool were always going to be tough games. Um, I think we were just hoping for more, having done so well pre-World Cup. But then we were playing bottom-half teams pre-World Cup, in fairness. You know, you can't... No disrespect to West Ham, but beating West Ham 2-0 before we went to the World Cup was not the same as playing Newcastle on return. Um, <laughs> Spencer said, please, please, 352, Mr. Rogers. Who knows what he'll go for? Who knows? You know, it's harder to predict than Nigel Pearson after the Man United win, wasn't it? Um, and yeah, Nate, I'm coming on to that in a second. Um, uh, but Nate is in. Good evening. How are you? Hope you are well. Uh, what I'm going to start with though is we, we obviously, everyone, well, obviously, but every Friday. Uh, we have a program at nine o'clock. It's called Question Time. It's myself and the regulars, and both of them about this week, uh, Brad and uh, Dave. And basically, that's your show. You can ask any questions about Leicester City that you want, and we will attempt to answer them in um, obviously in the show, providing, of course, that it's clean and legal. Uh, but we always ask the first question just to get things going. So the first question tomorrow, that if Brendan Rodgers loses this game against Nottingham Forest, should he be sacked? Now, you know, you can you could say the Newcastle game was a free hit, both of them. Uh, you could say we were unlucky against Liverpool. Uh, but we should have beaten them looking at what Brentford did to them a few days later. Uh, but Fulham, yeah, I know they're doing well, but you know, they, they are they are <laughs> still beatable. And you know, everybody that was saying, Well, we played better in the second half, and you know, it's just started to get things right, and we've got all these injuries. Look, football is not about 45 minutes in the second half. We can't do a Tottenham and keep giving teams leads and then coming back and, and hoping that we can get something from the game. You know, we, we we can't keep saying, well, we were unlucky. Fucking hell. You know, we'll be saying that when we get into the like the third tier again. Well, we're unlucky to be here. I mean, I, I, and I think as well, this, well, look at all the injuries he's got. Who's causing the injuries? It's his training Half the time, that A, is causing them, because they're not all injuries that have happened on the pitch, and B, they are injuries that, you know, because of causing all these injuries, he's not letting players get fully fit before they come back. So, look, for me, 
I'm sorry. I, I can say I've, I have switched sides of the fence so many times when it comes to guarding Ben and Rogers that I've actually built a gate into it so I can get around both sides quicker. But I'm sorry, for me, if we lose to Forrest, if we don't beat Forrest, we, he's got to go. It's as simple as that. Brendan Rogers has got to go. Look, welcome along. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. This is the stat show ahead of today, uh, of the weekend's East Midlands derby. But as Nate alluded to there, there's some news on the transfer front. Oh, yes. Uh, there we go. That gentleman just there. Left, finally, a left-footed, right-sided player that Brendan fancies. It's only taken him, what, four years, four seasons? I don't know. I mean, uh, Nico Gonzalez, and there's two. There's two Nico Gonzalez. One is Spanish, but the one we're interested in is Argentinian. Uh, he's on the bench today for Fiorentina. Um, and Fabrizio Romano has, uh, understands he has agreed personal terms with Leicester. Talks are ongoing. Uh, understand Leicester will push in the next days to get the deal done. Thirty million pound bid submitted. Wow. I mean that that is up there. I mean, for... Tielemans was forty, Slamani was thirty, but you know, <laughs> it's been that long since we made a made a signing. Maybe <laughs> that the prices have gone up. It's a lot, but. You know, we've got to do something. We can't just sit here and go, well, let's get this other guy in on loan and see what he's like. And then, you know, 12 months down the road, we haven't got the money, we can't buy him and we lose him. You know, looking back, would it have been better to have risked £15 million? And I know we had FFP and all that shit, but, you know, come on. Is he going to cost us double now than what Luckman would have cost us? But let's have a look at him, shall we? So, um, this gentleman here, let me tell you about him. He's 24 years of age. Uh, he's born in Belén de Escobar in Argentina. Um, he's got dual citizenship, Argentina and Ital Ital Italian. Um, he's a left winger. Um, and it says left winger here, but he's obviously been playing on the right wing a lot. But he's left footed, and that is what Brendan Rodgers wants. He wants that right footed, no, left footed, right sided midfielder. Uh, Andrews, we need proven Premier League players to get us out of this pickle. Well, he's not a proven Premier League player, but he's a proven first team player, you know. Um, Stuttgart sold him to Atlanta. Um, I sorry for 11.26 million euros. Uh, they then signed him from Stuttgart to Fiorentina for 24 and a half million euros. Um, like I say, he does play, you want to come play up front, he can play on the right, he can play on the left, and let's face it, we do know. We do know that um, Brendan Rodgers likes his players that can play in multi-positions. And I get that. Makes total sense, if you can. So he fits everything. He's ticking all the boxes. Um, he played one game and scored one goal for the uh, Argentinian national under-23s. Uh, he then has progressed to the main Argentinian side. 
and uh, he's played 21 games for them and uh, has scored three goals. Not sure if he was featured in the World Cup at all. Um, he made his debut in 2019 for the Argentinian national team. Um, but he's made seven appearances so far this season for uh, Fiorentina, uh, who are currently beating Sampdoria 1-0, by the way. Um, and he's got two goals for them. Uh, he's also got one yellow card. Um He sounds almost perfect, doesn't he? <laughs> um, he, he's got everything we need. Uh, he, he, he participates, or he has participated in 10% of Fiorentina's goals this season. You know, you can't, that's not bad for one player. Um and the only rumours have been being linked with are apparently Leicester City. But he hasn't been picked today. Well, he's in the squad. He's on the bench. Um, Spencer says here, never heard of him, but can't be too shabby if he's made 21 appearances for Argentina. Indeed, Spencer. Indeed, my friend. Uh, Nate says, oh, we missed the World Cup, but played in the Copa America. Right. <laughs> Andrew says here, but is he any good on FIFA? That is the question. That's how players should be picked. You should only buy players that are any good on FIFA. <laughs> I remember uh, I remember when I was younger, and believe it or not, I was actually younger at some point in my life, um, and I played FIFA. I had an old version of FIFA because I could then look at the players that were currently good, look back and go, yeah, he's not bad. He's even on FIFA two years ago. He was good. Get him in at a cheaper price. Is that called cheating? Look, if Sepp Blatter can do it, allegedly. Um, so, yeah, this is looking good. What do we think? 30 million. It's a lot of money. Um, <laughs> about 85 potential on FIFA. Well, there we go then. Is that good? I, haven't, I haven't played FIFA, like I say, for many, many years. Um, before I had kids, when I had time to. Um, surprising though, if you've you got FIFA that you actually end up with kids, anyway, there we go. Uh, so yeah, it looks good, looks good. Not sure about 30 million. I mean, if we're getting him for 30 million pounds, I'm pretty much guessing, I'm pretty much guessing that the Iwani deal for the Moroccan player is out the window we did andrew we did play we paid 30 million for perez you are quite right don't compare the two please uh, don't say it's anything like perez um but when you come to think we, we pay what was it 18 or something for, for phase um we don't usually go for the these the, the, these high price sides but look we need it we've needed it we've needed that type of player for too many years so let's let's just get him in. Let's not mess about. Let's not be asking about with loan moves here and you know will we have him at the end, like I say, you know, look look, look what happened with Luckman. And I still think we are gonna rue the day, and that will be the one that got away. Uh but anyway, look, fingers crossed, fingers crossed that it's gonna happen, maybe in the next few days. Is it a good sign that he's on the pitch, on the bench, sorry? I'm not sure. He's only started. Well, he's made seven appearances. It doesn't say how many uh, uh, starting. Oh, he's made. He's made twelve. 
Hang on, one second. My eyes aren't what they used to be. 12% of the games he's made the starting 11. Read into that what you will. Uh, it just worries me that other clubs are not interested. Do you know what, though? Do you remember when we signed, um, when we signed Daka? Suddenly, oh, we were, we were after him. Oh, and our team were after him, and Liverpool were interested, and Forrest, and it all came out. And you're thinking, hmm, I never actually saw that, but we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, do we? Um, Madness can play centrally now. I think this will open up more space for Barnes as well. Hoping this is the perfect signing. Yes, indeed, Nate. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think Madison is going to be with us post-summer, so uh, we may have to work around that one. Hopefully he does. Hopefully he signs an extension. I wouldn't like to lose him and Tielemans. I mean, I know we're not going to get any money for Tielemans probably, but losing the two of them together in the same window can't be. He's not going to be absolutely brilliant. But look, you know, I just, I just hope, I just hope we can get this to bed quickly. You know, um, we've not exactly got a. A good record for getting things done on time, have we, when it comes to transfers? Anyway, this weekend, let's have a look. Look, it hurts me to say this, it really does, but congratulations, Nottingham Forest. Um, you, you did it the hard way, uh, you know, getting to a semi final, first season back in the Premier League. Reminds me of somebody else that I'm not sure who it is. Um, yeah, but the thing is, sorry, just to say, Andrew, the thing is, maybe he can swap from time to time with uh, with Barnes now. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You never know what Brendan's got planned. But look, like I say, congratulations, Nottingham Forest. I would have loved them to have had to go to uh, extra time and knacker them out a little bit longer, but unfortunately they didn't. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they went through, was it the uh, fifth penalty or something she went to? Yep. The last penalty was missed by Wolves. Uh, they both missed the first one. Um, they are in the semi-final. Will that G them up for when they play us? I don't think they should. I don't think um, they would need any g up. I think our players need some g up. Um, I think, you know, if you if you look at Newcastle, you know, I said, well, the worst thing that could happen there is that Sheffield Wednesday beat Newcastle, <laughs> like poking the bear. Uh, so they came to us having been defeated with a point to prove, but Nottingham Forest are through. So they haven't got that point to prove, but it's Leicester. It's a local derby. Will will we manage to be... Look, let's have a look at the games that are coming up. Because i tell you something, I'm not confident. Um, they are, Andrew. They're going to want revenge, sure. Um, I mean, if you think this is the third time we've played them... Um, uh, in, well, last year and this year, they beat us 4-1 in the FA Cup. We beat them 4-1 at the KP. Um, is it the decider? Well, look, that's how we've got Forest away this weekend. The weekend after that, we are hosting Brighton and Hove Albion. And that, that is not going to be easy. You know, they, if anything, they have got better since Potter left and their new managers come in. Um Then we've got Walsall in the FA Cup. But let's be honest with you, Walsall must be going. 
Yes, please, bring on Leicester City. We only just sneaked past Gillingham, let's be fair, although obviously it was a potential banana skin that we avoided. Um, unlike, I think Forest lost in the FA Cup? I think they did. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and of course, Newcastle went out as well. Uh, then after that, we're away to Villa. Again, not easy. Hosting Tottenham. Away to Manchester United, home to Arsenal, and it's not until March when we have potentially, and I say the word potentially, easier games because we're away to Southampton, but they've beat Man City yesterday. Uh, then we're home to Chelsea, away to Brentford. Yes, I mean, I, I'm dreading it. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to lie. I am dreading it. Andrew says there, no games going to be easy for us nowadays. They're not. They are so not. Um, I, I wouldn't like to think how many points we're going to get from those games. Uh, I really wouldn't. But, hey, this is the stat show. So, should we get some stats up? If you like your stats, you're going to love this show. If you don't like your stats, you, you ain't. As simple as that. And to be honest with you, I've done this a few times. So, let me know what you guys think at the end, whether you like it. And if, it's, if you're watching it on catch-up, please let me know in the stats, uh, in the comments below if you do like this sort of show or not. I think it's about the third one I've done. So let me know how we get on. But before we go any further, let me ask you a big favour, guys. If you are new to this channel, Lester Till I Die, please do subscribe. If you are already new, please smash that like button. Both of them help the station out so well, and I would be really, really grateful. So... Um, I just, you know, if, you, if you're not subscribed, please do. But like I say, if you are subscribed, then please smash that like button. It gets us, uh, helps us with the algorithms and gets us seen in more places. I think it's the same squad, Nate. I don't know whether um, possibly Dakabat, but I think that might be it. So, look, who have we got in the middle? <laughs> when you think it can't get any worse, yes, it can, guys. Paul Tierney is in the middle for us against Forrest. Uh, Peter Banks is on VAR. Um, I don't know the others. Uh, I really don't. Uh, but Paul Tierney and Peter Banks. Yeah. But again, you know, we, we, we could be saying that about uh, any of the, the, the officials, couldn't we? It's not going to be... Uh, no, they're all, they're all rubbish, aren't they? They're all rubbish. But those, those are the guys that will be looking after the game for us. So let's have a look at the most appearances. Danny Ward, Yori Tillemans, Jamie Vardy have all made 18 appearances for us this season. Gooseby Hall, 17. I don't know if he's going to be back or not. Castagna, 17. Barnes, 16. And then it goes on. Um, the most cards, Madison is on five. Um and didn't that um, isn't that reset now after Christmas? I'm not sure. But he does, Andrew. Paul Tierney, you're quite right. He does like a red card. Um, but Bakley Samare uh, has got four cards, and indeed he has got three. Um, who is out? This is as it stands at the moment, but of course we do know there are days to go um, and things can happen. But Dakar might be back, might be back, apparently. Bertrand, who cares? Uh, Pratt, oh, I wish he was. I really do, because I think he absolutely does bring something to the game and he likes to go forward. Madison, no, we know it's not. Evans, 
I don't think we'll see him again, to be totally honest with you. I mean, I just... If he's on the cusp of coming back, at what point do you go, we'll risk him? I mean, we've got five subs, so you know, if he does go off after 10 minutes, which he probably will do, Justin, still not back yet. Uh, and, of course, Piera, who I'm afraid, as much as I love him and he's a great player, he is turning into a bit of a sick note. For Forrest, we've got Coyote, Bianconi and Nicarte out. But that said, they probably, I mean, that, that reduces the squad to about 200, doesn't it? Let's be honest with you. So, um, oh, did I say that out loud? Yes, I did. So, we are in 13th place in the table. Uh, we've not won in three. We've not won since the World Cup. Um, Nottingham Forest are in 15th. They're out the relegation zone. I didn't think, and I don't, still don't think they'll get relegated anyway. Uh, but they are, uh, well, they've lost, drawn and won. They've got the full house, the Royal Flush, since they came back from the World Cup. Interestingly, though, on the form table, Nottingham Forest are above us. They're in 13th in the form table. We are in 14th. Um, they've got eight points from the last six. And we've got six. So that uh, it's going to be, you know, this could end up as the most boring nil-nil we've ever seen because the stats are so similar. The worrying thing for me is there, like you can see, I mean, Everton have, have done not got an easy game this weekend. A lot of play, teams below us are playing each other, which or a couple of them are, which is good. Uh, I think Southampton, Everton, West Ham are all playing teams down the bottom there. Uh, but we're on 17. The worrying thing is if you look above that, Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace in 12th have got 22 and they played a game less. Villa have got 22, but... I think they're slowly turning things around. Um, but we are currently five points behind Villa. So even if we beat Forest, we could not, we're still going to be 13th. And, you know, there's the joke about mind the gap and all that, isn't there? But I honestly think that, that we've got to watch that gap. You know, we don't want to be thinking, well, look, you know, we're stuck in 13th. Is that the best we can achieve this season? And if we're not careful, the gap's going to get wider. So we need to start winning games. Um, David, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Welcome along. He said, it's frustrating and annoying. We still have so many out injured. Unless he plays a different formation, we don't have anyone special on the bench to make anything happen. Uh, I'd love to see him go to up front. You know me, you're speaking to the, the converted. If you're three at the back, would you bring Vestergaard in? Soyuncu? I'd, I'd love to, I still I still love to see Soyuncu paired with um with phase i'll tell you i think it would be the, the dream back two for me um <laughs> drew says there at the moment i'd be happy finishing 15th fair point mate absolutely fair point right so how many times have we played forest in the premier league recent times once but in total seven times we've played them they have won three we have won two they have won two away. We have never won in the Premier League at the City Ground. I don't know. Well, that's not a good sign, is it? I mean, it was you know these games as it is going back, but uh, yeah, we've we've never we've never beaten them at their place in the Premier League. And because it's been a while, I have put three. Not just last season. Well, we didn't play them last season, so we beat them four 0 um, yeah, 
back in October um, when we were managing to actually beat teams uh, in the bottom half. Uh, before that, uh, going back to 1999 was the last season, the last decade, the last decade. They beat us at their place 1-0, and we beat them at our place 3-1. God, last decade. God, can you believe you're saying that? Uh, <laughs> Nate says, seems like a good time to change it. Yes, it does. Uh, it would it would be a good time, uh, if only. So, let's have a comparison of some stats then. Nottingham Forest, uh, the main stat I think to look at is the home and away for, for Forest and Leicester. So, home, they've played nine. They've won three, drawn three, lost three. Uh, scored 11, but conceded 12, with an average points per game of 1.33. Leicester away form, again, played nine. We've won three, but we've lost six. Scored 17, conceded 21, and uh, we're therefore on a minus four, with a points per game average of one. And that is just an average, obviously. Uh, but as you can see, uh, Forest away a home form is drawn one, drawn one, drawn. Oops, uh, <laughs> away form is lost one, 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 lost. Oh, if only football was played on paper. Um, and our, our running up until this game, as you can see, there, Forest beat Southampton 1 0, got a great draw with Chelsea, let's not lie. Uh, beat Man United, uh, sorry, lost to Man United 3-0, beat Palace 1-0 and drew with Brentford 2-2. So they are definitely going in with a bit of form. As I say, since the World Cup, though, we, we just we just haven't turned up. We haven't turned up. Um, you know, uh, our, our, our players, you know, even get, um, even get injured on holiday, <coughs> James Madison. Um so those, those are the match statistics and the goal statistics there for um, Forest and Leicester City for you to have a look at. Um, I, I, I shouldn't, but I am doing. I actually keep checking Sky Sports transfer page. You know, I know. Um, oh look, Messi's at the top of it. Um, I know. I know. We, you know, it's too early, but. Keep clicking it. Are we doing? Are we waking up at two o'clock in the morning thinking, "Oh, I wonder." Uh, knowing, of course, that uh, it won't make any difference. Um, here we go. These, these are the season stats. Um, ball possession. They've only kept it thirty-nine percent. Forest. We've kept it fifty-one percent. And I know there's arguments that, well, look, you know, when we won the Premier League, we had the lowest possession stats. Yes, we did. But if you don't have the ball. You ain't going to score. I think, you know, it's as simple as that. Uh, oh, yeah, we don't need possession and we can hit them on the break and all this. If you say, you know, the possession means you've got the ball. And if the opposition's got possession, you can't score. Uh, attacks, we've had more attacks. Shots on target, 54 for Forest, 75 for us. Off target's pretty much the same. Um Cards, um, they're, they're a bit, they're a bit panicky, aren't they? 41, 41 cards to our 22 yellow cards. Of course, Jesse Lingard is due to come back, possibly. I don't know. Um, you know, you know, he's probably going to turn up, don't you? Um, anyway, here's the goal distribution pretty much, pretty much equal. We, we, we tend to sort of concede more 
after 60 minutes. And I still I still refer you, ladies and gentlefolk, back to the fact that Brendan Rodgers likes to make his substitutions around 60 minutes. And yet that is when, after that point, we concede more goals than at any other point in the game. Coincidence? I think not. Don't call me conspiracy theories, but I'll leave that one with you. Uh, <laughs> our top scorers, well, we're, we're buggered. Our top scorers and most assists. Madison, seven goals. Barnes, six. Tielemans, three. Dakar, three. Uh, assists, Madison, four. Vardy, four. Dakar, three. Um, we are so definitely missing Jamie Vardy. Uh, James Madison, aren't we? And Jamie Vardy, I mean, what? What has happened to Jamie Vardy? Has he did he did he watch the the Rooney versus Vardy the, the docky soap thing? Um, rubbish, totally rubbish. Um, I said the other day, and I still say it, we got Dakar a season too late. Not necessarily Dakar, but we got that new striker in a season too late. We really did, and. Had he been coming a season before, a bit like Soyun Chu with Maguire, he would have had a season to bed in, which he named, you know, which he needed and made him the better player. Dakar had to come in and go straight into the game, which he struggled with. I mean, you know, Parkland Sumari struggled with it. Fafana's the only one I can think of, sort of, that's come straight in from being bought and, and taken to it like a duck to water. I mean, yeah, Vardy turned 36 yesterday, you know, and he's missing some sitters. You know, everybody said, oh, you know, don't pick on Jamie. He's this god. We can't pick on him. Yes, we can. You know, <laughs> he's, he's an employee of Leicester City. He's a player. We can have our say on Jamie Vardy. Uh, but, yeah, Nate said turn, turn 36. People have said, oh, he's not been getting the service. Bugger the service. Because when he's got the ball, he's rubbish with it. How the hell did he miss that one the other day? You know, Vardy of a few seasons ago would have put that in against Fulham, threw on the goalkeeper. You know, normally he'd have chipped him over and gone and it would have been a goal. He, he's making bad decisions. He was trying to go through the Fulham Leno's keeper, you know, his, his legs. Um, we just can't rely on him anymore. And I don't think we should. I don't think he should be a starter. Is Dakar the answer? Well, he's all we've got if we're going to play a lone striker. Preferably, I'd like to see two up front, and then you could have Dakar in the Acho. We know that's worked. Uh, sorry, Vardy in the Acho. We know that's worked before. There's no reason why it can't work again. Um, anyway, and this this is again. This is how many shots we are having: twelve point two two shots per match. That's on average. Is that good enough for a Premier League team? Um, Five point one seven shots on target a match. 7.06 off target. I would tend to say that isn't good enough. That is not good enough for where we want to be as a Premier League team. I'm sorry, it simply is not. Uh, and that again shows the argument that people were putting forward for Vardy. Maybe the strikers aren't getting the right balls through. That, to me, sums up why we are where we are in the league, but it simply just is not good enough. Right, here we go. Team characteristics, strengths and weaknesses. Let us have a look at Nottingham Forest first, shall we? Uh, let me just enlarge it on here so I can get it up. So, as the actress said to the Archbishop, Nottingham Forest's strengths. 
aerial duels they're very strong at stealing the ball from the opposition they are strong at let's be honest with you <laughs> not hard to take the ball off us these days is it um what are left city strengths apparently we have got a couple uh shooting from direct free kicks we are very strong at well we were i think that's a madison that's a madison thing uh creating long shot opportunities we're strong you see i i say that's a double-edged sword do you do, does it mean that you're creating long shot opportunities because you're not good enough to get the ball in the box that's what i love about stats you can look at it either way but for me that is a possibility uh Anson, big ant thanks up thanks for doing last night anthony um arsenal fan big up chris i know your stats were taken on the day you did and you predicted leicester to win uh last night the only one of the three of us that actually predicted leicester win um which was interesting so i appreciate that and i will see you on monday because anthony is going to be the joint host every monday night at nine o'clock uh, on the um, Premier League review show when we're looking back at the, week, the weekend's games. So that will be interesting from nine. Uh, David says, for change, uh, let's, be, let's be having you. Let's be having you. We're talking about Delia Smith lives. Um, <laughs> let's be having Barnes at the impact sub instead of Kelechi. Uh, so for your point to up front. Yes. Oh, why not play? And the problem is, I bet getting into who would fill the gap. But why not play Barnes as the uh, number, the second up front? But then again, like I say, who who would you put in his place? Um, now, where a Forest week? The bad at finishing scoring chances. They're weak at predicting the lead. Fingers crossed if they do get a going front. Defending against attacks down the wings, they're weak. Defending against long shots, they're weak. Defending against through balls, they're weak. And defending set pieces, they are weak. What about... Oh, and there's two more. Very weak. Um, keeping possession of the ball. And we saw that with the possession stats. And of, to, they cannot avoid fouling in dangerous areas. That's good. Uh, Leicester's weaknesses, we haven't got so many Protecting the lead, we know we're weak at that We do know, as soon as we go 1-0 up Brendan goes defensive and says let's hold on to it Mind you, we said that when we're 2-0 down He puts on a defensive midfielder and says let's hold on to it We're weak at aerial duels We're weak at avoiding individual errors We're weak at defending counter-attacks We're weak at defending set-pieces Has that defensive set-piece coach not come back from Qatar? Did he decide to stay out there? Uh, and we're very weak at defending against long shots. Nothing about own goals up there, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> Nottingham Forest style, the way they like to play is with long balls, uh, like to attempt crosses, taking long shots, and a lot of them, uh, they like playing in their own half, they rotate their first 11, uh, they are aggressive, and opponents play aggressively against them. Again, we saw that with the with the with the card, didn't we? Leicester style, we like to take long shots, but again, is that because we're not good enough to get into the final third? Short passes, God, we know that, don't we? God, passage. Problem is, we take a lot of short passes, but at the moment, we can't find our own players. 
can somebody please if we are we're going to be playing in blue because obviously forest doing red so there's no need for us to change our kit um can somebody just nip into the leicester dressing room before kickoff and go guys we're playing in blue just so when you you know when you pass your balls look for a blue player um we attempt through balls often we don't often get it right do we uh, we're non-aggressive. Yeah, how true is that? Uh, we like playing on our own half, basically because we, we break out from the back and we never get it that far forward before we lose it. And we like to play the offside trap. Whew. Here we go. So, will Nottingham Forest score? Uh, a medium chance, apparently. Uh, they scored in 89% of home matches. And we have kept clean sheets in 33%. That seems a long time ago when we were on that run of not conceding the goal. But again, it was against lower half uh, of the league teams. Well, Leicester City score, apparently there's a high chance. Um they have, we have kept, oh sorry, Forest have kept a clean sheet, again, same as us, 33% of their home matches. Leicester City have scored in 100% away matches, so we've always managed to score. So there is a high chance that we will score in this game. So if anybody's gone for nil-nil. <laughs> but who will score first, I hear you ask. Who will score first, Chris? Well, let me tell you, soon as you've asked. Um, apparently it's going to be us, but they did say that against Fulham. 50% chance Forrester scored first in 9 out of 18 of their matches. Leicester City have scored first in 11 of nine out of 19 of ours, 61%. Uh, extremely likely that Leicester will score from a direct free kick. It's likely that we'll take a long shot, and it's likely that Nottingham Forest will dominate in the air. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Sorry, just burst into a bit of Phil Collins there. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be losing me with a few viewers. So let's have a look then. There's the some more stats. Attacking sides, um, as it seems with most teams this season, uh, we like to go down the, the, the sides, down the wings. Um, very rarely through the middle. Only a quarter of our attacks uh, are through the middle. Uh, pretty much the same now as you can see with Forest. We pretty much cancel each other out. Um, I thought it would be more down the left. I've got to be honest with you. It's 39% down the left uh, and 36% down the right. I thought when Barnes is playing, it always seems to go through him. So I did think it was going to go down that way. But uh, there we go. Pretty much even on that one. Um, could end up certainly on the... Um, you know, when we're attacking, they're attacking, you know, that is pretty much equal down the side. So, will we cancel each other out? There's a good possibility. Shot directions. So, um, we like to shoot from the left-hand side, 20%. And 15% of our shots come in from the right with 64% down the middle. Again, not a huge difference to how Forest play. Uh, they like to take a lot of their shots down the middle as well. Uh, shot zones, where do we take our shots from? We like to take long shots, apparently. 40% of our shots are from outside the box. 54% are from inside the 18-yard box. And 6% are inside the 6-yard box. Again, 
hardly any difference between us and Nottingham Forest on that one. Um, <laughs> this is going to be nil-nil and last on match of the day, isn't it? Um, action zones. Yeah, mainly middle third. I think it's always going to be mainly middle third, to be honest with you. Um, as you can see, we, like, we do have more in our own third than we do in the opposition third, but then so do Nottingham Forest. But again, I think that goes with the fact that we're, where the teams are in the league. Um, score predictions now. What are your score predictions, guys? Well, I haven't got them all in, or I haven't got Ian Wilson's in, but everybody else. Uh, Brad, and I don't know what Brad is smoking or drinking, but I'd really, really love some of it. Brad has come for... Leicester, Nottingham Forest 2, Leicester City 4. My God, that will be a goal fest. Uh, Craig, who will be joining me at 9 o'clock for the review show, the pre-match show, uh, has gone 2-1 to Leicester. Myself, Steve Linix, Steve Walsh, Ian Marshall and Jerry Taggart have all gone 1-1. Wow. And of course, none of us knew what the other ones were predicting. Um, I went 1-1 on last night's prediction show. So, <laughs> if you're a betting man, maybe 1-1's the score to go for. I don't know. I don't have the odds up because, of course, we, we don't... Uh, we don't uh, you don't recommend betting. Or if you do, remember, if you do bet, gentlefolk and ladies, when the fun stops, stop. So, it's going to be a draw tomorrow. Would you take a draw at this point? You know what? If you offered me 1-1 one, one now, I think I actually would take it. That's how bad we've got. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the players remember the FA Cup match. That remember how pissed off we were as fans with them all after that match. If they put in another performance like that, then... And when I've just gone help them at the next home game, that was all I will say. I'm a fan, I love them to bits, but I want, I want to see you go down fighting. You know, at, at, at Newcastle, it was like, let's just stick the white flag up. Um, it could have been five, six, seven. So I want to see a performance, but we need to get, we need to get a result. Uh, David has gone one nil to, um, to to Leicester. Not expecting much with so many good players out, but hoping that since Forest are not the best of teams, we can hold them off and nick it. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, luckily, Forest are nowhere near as good as the last three teams who have played. Wouldn't uh, mind a draw, but would be a little disappointed. Yeah, but it's you've, you've and he's gone three one to Leicester. He's gone. Oh, I presume Leicester. Uh, not even Forest are the home team, but I presume you mean Leicester. I just. It's the weekend of the derbies. You've got the Manchester derby. You've got the London derby. Funnily enough, both of which are on TV. And you've got the East Midlands derby, which, funnily enough, isn't. Um, it's always different, isn't it? It, it? Form goes out the window for derbies. It really does. But, hey, we will find out tomorrow. If, if we do lose... You will not see me for a week because I will be hiding on social media and refusing to come out. Uh, <laughs> I will be doing a watch-along tomorrow. Um, it will be from behind my settee. 
so you can actually be able to tell that it is me. But before that, coming up next. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. It's the pre-match, well, it's the uh, preview show. It'll be nine o'clock on this very channel. Myself and Craig uh, for Leicester. And we've got two Forest fans coming in. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> How did you find two Forest fans? Dave, who are joining us, who you know him from when we do the banter show. Uh, great guy. Um, and Luke, who is always in the chat. Uh, 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 again, a, a lovely guy. Uh, the fact that they're both Forest fans obviously doesn't help, but they're both really nice guys. All of us at nine o'clock. Be there, be square. As they say, thank you. Let me know in the comments below if you like this show. Uh, if you do, I will still carry on doing it. If you don't, we'll move on and try something else. But thank you very much for those that watched. Thank you very much for those that joined in. And thank you very much as well for those that listened on the podcast version. I will see you at nine with the aforementioned guests. Be there or be non-spherical. That's the one what they say, isn't it? See you later. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. watching these videos are tremendous you'd better like them too or i'll be back lester till i die tv they think it's all over it is now sports social podcast network it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.